Well, as it's that time, it's my turn to do the intro bit. And I'm going to do another Would You Rather. Now, I do think, in all seriousness, I do think I went a little bit... The first time I did it, it was a bit soft and vanilla. Last time, I put my foot down, went into fifth gear and crashed the whole thing. So I thought I'd do a nice little kind of balance today. Is that all right with you guys? That's nice. Well, as long as they're going to make sense... Unlike last time. Are they going to stand up to our inevitable scrutiny? Yes. (laughs) Apparently we all agreed on it. For the first time. Right, okay. So, would you rather be a tissue paper or a toilet paper? What? (laughs) Would you rather be a tissue paper or a toilet paper? They effectively get used for the same stuff, don't they? Well, no, they don't, do they? I mean, they're, they're... there's different types, isn't there? I mean, when you go to Asda's and you buy your tissues for your nose, you don't use, you don't buy toilet roll, do you? Yeah. But what? Yes. What? You mean you just buy any tissues? I just, if I need something for my nose, I just use loo roll. It does the same job. But it's not as caring or soft or caressing on your nose, is it? Neither am I. In the context of this question, then, surely we're looking at, in Alex's scenario where he uses toilet paper for his nose... Are we questioning the sentience of said paper and just kind of going, oh, I wasn't supposed to be meant for this? What would you rather be next to? Somebody's nose holes or somebody's arse holes? That's more or less the kind of what the yeah. question's asking. Right. Yeah, so, it's, it's got to be nose, really. Okay. All right. um, you don't want somebody to rub poo on you. <laughs> Literally, Alex, picking you uh, up. and Kind of like, you know, Rick... From Rick and Morty when he's a... Yeah. You know, I'm a pickle! That's, that's a good point, actually, because I can't swim. Um, so, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to go with the the, non, the non-anus version. <laughs> so, you, so but you're perfectly happy to be covered in shit, it's, but you can't swim. Yeah, because I So, can, that's why you wouldn't choose it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to... Basically, I don't want to drown in a toilet. Right, okay. It's been a fear. <laughs> For several okay. years. Several years. Right. Just, as, okay. just, just before you go on to the next one, Nick, I would just mm. like to give a side note to our listeners, if there still are any at this point, and say that not 10 minutes before the recording of this episode, I asked you that if there was going to be poo in your Would You Rather. <laughs> you said no, and there's one in the first one. No, no there's no poo in it. It's talking well, about tissue. Well, there's yeah, the but... impl- Okay, the poo is heavily implied. You should have been more ex- explicit. Oh, for goodness sake. Right. Okay, next one. Next one. Would Would you rather be smacked in the face with a fish or farted on? Again, it's related <laughs> to poo, isn't it? Well, no, it's not. Well, it is. Farting's a totally different verb. Yeah, but... Fart and poos, they go together as no, one? No, they just come out the same exit. Yeah, but the one is a byproduct of the other. Yeah, if you're being descriptive in your answer, then... Ultimately, you're going to be talking about the same stuff. I'm kind of more directing this question at Tom. I, I just have this funny image of someone on a ladder next to Tom, and then just pulling down their pants and just going, you know, a little <laughs> on top of his head. I'll be honest, that's actually exactly how I imagined it as well. Um, because, <laughs> because the thing is, out of the two circumstances, one is significantly more unlikely than the other. I mean, who has a fish that, you know, just walks around slapping people with it? Is the fish slapping you? 
It's not Finding Nemo giving you a bitch slap, right? <laughs> or is someone holding the fish and they slap you across the someone face? Someone slap. How big with. is the fish? Oh, what? Why are we getting so specific? It's very important. What are the dimensions of it? What type of fish is it? Is it in the Mediterranean Sea or the North Sea fish? It's just, now it really you're just being doesn't... silly. It does. It makes a lot of difference. I'm being silly. You're the one saying, how young is it? It makes a big difference. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. How big's the it's fish, Nick? It's a simple Nick? question. Do you prefer how to be big... farted on or slapped? So is this, is this, a, this is a very simple question. How big's the fish? Why don't you answer my question and then I'll answer right, your question. Okay, well, my answer is farted on. But how big's the fish? <laughs> that must be a very tall step ladder because how tall are you? I'm, I'm six foot three. Six foot three. Four inches shorter than Stephen Merchant. Right. So how big's the fish? Uh, I don't know, the size of a regular haddock. Yeah, I'll go. For, I'll go with the fart. I was going to say I. I would if it's. Ha- I mean, if you were talking about a guppy or something, then sure. But if you're talking about like a beluga whale or something, then we could have problems. So yeah, I'll so, go yeah. with with the latter. If it's a large fish, then I'll get farted on, which is not a sentence I anticipated saying when I woke up this morning. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Please. Would you Would you rather have one hundred duck-sized elephants? Or one elephant-sized duck. For the, for the sake of water, I think I'd go for the duck. The big duck. The big duck. <laughs> Very big duck. The one going, Wah! bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, I'd just say it'd be quite funny. <laughs> okay. Well, to be fair, so, I mean, which, whichever answer you went with, it's it's solely got to be based on the humour, because what else would you actually do with these animals. Yeah, but ducks ducks have got a funny walk, haven't they? So imagine they that magnified. It'd be hilarious. That is true. Elephants, you know, they 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 have a nice walk about them. Ducks, hilarious. And also, just there's something about a duck when they go, you know, it's just so, like, and if it's a giant one as well, <laughs> it'll be like, <laughs> yeah, quack into a megaphone. Echo. And I really want the duck not to be aware of its size. Why? Because every single time it turns turns its head to look, look around, it keeps banging his beak against stuff. Because <laughs> it's not aware that it's actually a giant duck. He thinks he's a normal sized duck. So he's looking. He's just he's acting like his mates. What should we call the duck? The John. One. John. I'm amazed you didn't go with Dave. I mean, I was going to say it's, it's the name you, that you always go for, and also it's alliterative. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Who loses? So yeah. I'm sorry, I'm I'm vetoing you, Alex. It's Dave. <laughs> Dave the Duck. That Dave. doesn't. Yeah. Got, didn't, got, didn't, the guy hasn't yeah. got a ring to it. John the Giant. John the Giant <laughs> Duck. John duck. the Duck. John the Giant. I need to say John the Giant Jack. There you go. You're confusing yourself. <laughs> God's sake. Right. Next one. Would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader for the rest of your life? Breathe like Darth Vader for, for the rest of my life. Because I reckon I can get through cues a hell of a lot quicker. Really? Yeah, if you've got someone behind you, breathing down your shoulder, like... <laughs> if you've got someone like you, go, fuck this, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> if you talk like Yoda, you're going to be you're going to be at the checkout longer because the cashier person is going to be like, hey, what are you saying? Why are you talking about And then backwards? you have to repeat it again. Yeah. But it's uh, backwards. Yeah, constantly. And they don't get you. And you don't understand why they don't get you. And it's like... It, Pay it's just... you, I will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... Let me speak, you will. 
Yeah. The way you said that, Nick, that does actually lead me onto the question. So when you say talk like Yoda, are you saying the ordering of the words in the sentence in your own voice, or are you talking in normal wording order, but in Yoda's voice? Both. That they're two direct <laughs> polar opposites, Nick. No, they're not. They're, they're exactly the same. They, they thing. are the two things okay. that define the two things that define Yoda is the, the is the structure of how he says a sentence. So he goes, "Fear me, you will not." You're you're explaining you know, to me something that, that you really don't need to at this point. I get yeah, that core concept. but then the voice as well. Mm, you know, yeah, but what he's so asking both. is, do you keep? So no, you don't keep your now, voice. No, it's his voice. Right, Yoda's okay. voice. Right, that's completely what he was in in yeah in style Fucking and. In style. I know that's what okay. he was asking. I was just surprised that when I said I both, somehow like that don't. was a problem. Okay, we we get it. You didn't get how the question was asked, but I understand the answer that you gave. That's fine. okay. Right, so Tom, which one would you rather? Ooh, um. I would probably have to go for the more boring answer, which is opposite to Alex. I would probably choose the Yoda voice on the basis that you could just stay quiet a lot of the time. Whereas if you can't, if you're constantly breathing like that, like everyone in your immediate vicinity at all times would be just like, "Get this freak away from me." <laughs> Whereas if you're just kind of quiet and going about your business, you could probably get away with it. Has Darth Vader ever played hide and seek? Do you think? <laughs> What? So it's just like, three, two, one. <laughs> Would you know what? Here I come. <laughs> he will never find me. Obi-Wan will never find me. Found <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you! you. <laughs> Damn you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> I really enjoy how in this scenario in your head, you've got all of the other competitors are just normal small children, and then there's just Darth Vader there. Behind a tree. <laughs> Has Darth Vader ever been on blind date? What? So when he meets someone, <laughs> hey, my name's Mate. Tracy. Hello, Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, because obviously blind blind date. If you remember the the TV show back in the nineties, I mean, I know it's older than that. With Felicity, <clears throat> what was the name? Cilla Black. Was that was it. Cilla That's Black. when we were kids, but it dates before then. Yeah. Um, you don't see the, you don't see the, who the other p- potential people are, so you got to guess. Obviously, by then, you know who Darth Vader is because you've seen the documentaries. And then you just sort of like, so contestant number two, um, what's your name and tell me something about yourself? Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, find could... your lack of arousal disturbing. <laughs> I hate Jedi and I like soya milk. <laughs> and what's your occupation? Sith Lord. <laughs> Dark Lord of the Sith. <laughs> Sith. <laughs> she sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Steve from Blackburn. Darth's getting his end away. Yeah, and then when the curtain opens up, he goes, and here is Darth Vader. And oh! Yeah, but straight away, he just clenches his fist and starts force choking her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, next question. <laughs> yeah, um, please. <laughs> would you rather have baby vomit on you or vomit on a baby? That's just weird. It really yeah. is. The the second one implies intent. <laughs> yeah, so just walking down the street and there's a baby there. Mama. Ma! <laughs> 
Blind date. My name's Alex. I work at a pub, and as I'm, I'm in my early thirties, and I like throwing up on babies. <laughs> so here's what a shithead I am. Can, if you were to choose the second option, mm-hmm. can you pass it off as an accident? No. No, you can't, can you? Oh. No. In which case, it's definitely the baby vomiting on me. Because, obviously, I don't want a baby to vomit on me. But, like, say, for example, it was a situation where I was walking down the street and all of a sudden I just felt my stomach drop and, you know, I just started, like, going all pale in the face, getting all sweaty and just thinking, I'm not going to get away with this. And then just kind of, like, start rushing in the direction of the nearest public convenience and then get caught short and then all of a sudden... There's a child. Typical Tom running away from the problem. Well, what if I mean I've, I've, I've I have been vomited on by a baby? Is can I change my answer and go v- for me to vomit on the baby if it's retaliation? For what? For the baby vomiting on me. So the baby vomits. But then you'll have already had the first. So basically, you're not choosing the second option. You're choosing both. Yeah, you're choosing both. And it implies you're holding the baby. You go, oh, it's okay. On you. Yeah, and if she goes. And then you go, all right, so it's like that, is it? Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. It's a sick wars. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, so if the mother's going. What the fuck are you doing to my child? You, who are you? Why are you holding my child? Why are you being sick on my child? He started it. <laughs> right, okay. Well, that's the sick one. Um, next one. <laughs> um, would you rather your uh, only mode of transport be a donkey or a giraffe? Donkey. Straight away. Why? Because if I fall off a giraffe, I die. I hope you're not implying that of all of the surface area of a giraffe's back, You'd be like riding on its head. Do we know giraffes are still quite tall, but like neck aside? No, that 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 is a fair point. I just yeah. got the most phenomenal <laughs> mental image of just you know you've been given a once in a lifetime opportunity to get on the back of a giraffe, and you've just gone, no, this is this isn't for me. And then you like managed to construct some kind of like crude ladder to go up the remaining thirty feet just to sit <laughs> on the top of its head and just like, wee. I don't think a donkey would like me on its back. No. And well, ne- neither of them would really. I would probably need a high chair on a donkey so my feet don't drag along the uh, floor. But yeah. if I was to fall off a donkey, it's just a minor inconvenience. I'd just climb back on. If I fall off a giraffe, you're dead. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake! You, yeah, if I'm not dead, I've got, I've got mild uh, spine fractures. Is there such a thing? <laughs> I would imagine any kind of spine fracture would be quite major. Yeah, and but if. If I'm completely unscathed, which, let's be honest, is very unlikely, to get back on a giraffe's back, I've got to go back and get the giraffe to go back as well to the point where I was able to climb onto the giraffe. Whereas a donkey, I just go, I just get my leg over. Quite literally. We weren't using it as a metaphor, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I said literally. Don't, because don't, I don't want to be in the sun. You don't want to be a what? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be in the sun newspaper as a donkey fucker. <laughs> Giraffe fucker, that's fine. <laughs> uh, next one. Would you rather be insulted by Gordon Ramsay for 10 seconds or would you rather receive uh, text messages from Donald Trump for about five days? Oh, that's a difficult one because mm. both of them will equally be as hilarious. Yes. I'd probably have to go with Ramsay though because yeah. I think you can look back on that with a sense of pride. Yeah, I think with with Donald Trump, I think after 
three days, you kind of go, all right, Donald, this is getting a bit irritating now. Little, like, no, it's not little, irritating, okay? A no, bit like his presidency. You need to check your facts. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, it, like, it was funny at first, and then he started to get annoyed. I'm not being annoying. No, you're being annoying, okay? And he does that hand thing where it looks like he just has a slinking between his hands. When he's playing, he Did you ask you. this question just so you can do your Donald Trump impression? Yeah. No! No, yeah. it genuinely wasn't, because I genuinely <laughs> didn't know. Because, again, kind of what Alex said, either one... I wouldn't actually, I couldn't argue against either one that you chose. I'm surprised he hasn't got his Gordon Ramsay out. For the lads. Fuck me. Okay, so you'd both rather have Gordon Ramsay? Yes. Fuck off. <laughs> Delicious onion. Anyway. <laughs> what we're going to do is going to wash our hands, okay? So you get so <laughs> put it under your hands. Not too much! <laughs> anyway. Uh, and last one, rather disgustingly, and this doesn't have anything to do with feces. 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 I've noticed this in an earlier episode. I'm Dutch. You're not. When you said this in an earlier episode, you also said feces. Is this a genuine... I can like... say feces. <laughs> Why don't you then? Feces. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a foreign person learning language when they say the word fishes. Feces. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, last one. Would you rather pee through your mouth every time or would you rather have your best friend pee into your mouth one time? That's actually <sighs> disturbingly difficult. <laughs> You've saved the most challenging question for last there. Alex, it'll be Tom wing into your mouth. Tom, it'll be Alex wing into yours. You don't get to choose the best friend. How much notice do you have before they do this? Uh, about, I'll give you about 20 minutes. No, no, no. No, let's limit it to that. Uh, I'd say about five. Oh, no, okay. because if we were under an understanding that this was going to happen, I would want you to be exceptionally hydrated beforehand. <laughs> like, for the preceding few hours you would just have been doing nothing but drinking water. So it's the most watered-down version of whatever you can provide. But then surely, Tom, it's going to la- the, we- the whizzing is going to last longer because they've drunk lots and lots of liquid. Yes, it'll be diluted with more water, so it's more purer, but it will last longer. Is the length of the pee predetermined? No. Uh, it's the normal way. So they peeing out of your mouth? Yeah. Is is that just is that you know you're born that's how we that's how we pee, yeah. Well, in that case, I go for that then because if that's meant to be the natural way, it's not going to be weird, is it? So I go for that. Thank you very much. What if it suddenly you wake up tomorrow and then you realise? Then I go to the hospital, and then what happens? Then they will. They diagnose you and take good care of you. Yeah, <laughs> and then probably fit me with uh, like a catheter thing. In your mouth? No, it 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 gets fitted to the bladder, and then it will. But you're peeing out of your mouth. Yeah, but the bladder's yeah, not in my mouth, is it? I'm not letting you get away with this. No, they've run out of catheters at the hospital. Don't they haven't? Yeah, no, 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 they have. Then <laughs> I, 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 you're not worming your way out of this. You did this with the the, the uh, what is it? The um, uh, the camel that one time. You were a bit like, all right, can the camel be inside the tent? Or outside the tent, you're like, oh, can I have it outside but close the curtains? No, you can't do that. No. So with this, no catheters. They don't exist. But they do exist. Well, uh, well, they do exist, but we've run out. Well, I'll just wait for the next delivery. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, but until then, you have to wee out your mouth. Okay, then they then they can do an emergency operation where they connect the the tube from my bladder 
to go to the correct part of my anatomy and not my mouth. No, no, what, no, like you... a piss tracheotomy? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, but Alex, they, they can't do it because it's... You but know, they can. No, no, they can't. They're they not, can, they're, they're surgeons. That's not enough doctors. They, you know, it's only just happened. It's going to take them years to have the knowledge or the expertise to operate, they... to change it from wing, urinating out of your mouth to putting it back where it should be. Where do they go to bloody medical school? Play bus. But where does it go? <laughs> <laughs> What's the sign on the lollipop? <laughs> They're not American. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I will say, I mean, I'm definitely still going to be going for the best friend peeing in my mouth option. You kinky bastard. Um, you dirty whore. <laughs> I mean, both of you, we know full well this isn't, like, if you had the option of that happening or it not happening, that's what I'm choosing. It's against something that's more horrifying. I would say, though, that if I were to go for the always having to pee out of my mouth, it might almost be worth it for the novelty of just any time you're in, like, a a public restroom or something and just be like, mate, check this out, and then... Ah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but do you know what? Actually, yeah, I'm going to go for the peeing out, out of the mouth because then I effectively can become a superhero. What, Doctor Wizman? Yeah, Doctor Wizmouth. I think you'll find Wizmouth. So you know, I'm in. I'm in a shop. I'm buying some bits. The the person working the till goes, "That's twenty seven pound and eighty nine pence, please." I I go. Pardon? Poke out my tongue, start peeing all over his face. He's like, oh, oh, God. It's disgusting. And then I just run out of the shop. Right. That's not superhero behavior, is it? Yeah. It is for me. <laughs> Tom, I've just saved myself £27.89. pence. Who's the knobhead now? Still you. Exactly. His silence says it all, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the silence of an immediate response. Yep. You two disgust me. <laughs> You asked. You asked. Hello and welcome to this fortnight's edition of the Hour Bottom Podcast with me, Tom, uh, with Alex. Hello. And also with Nick. Hiya. How are you chaps? I'm good, how are you? I'm alright. We're on the verge of a world war, but I was yeah, just gonna say yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say, not feeling yeah. It's a little bit depressing with the news at the moment, however, which is why I'm kind of happy that we're doing this. Because it just takes your mind off it for a little bit. Before they arrive. The thing is, the thing that's kind of got me over the past, the last week or so, was like the time of recording. It's about a week into the uh, conflicts. 
it's not the only thing that's annoying me. It, I'm annoyed with the Russians. I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I'm also annoyed that nobody in my 33 years of living has corrected me on my pronunciation of Chicken Kiev. Yeah, that's all I'm hearing is Kiev. I've noticed that. And then as well as that, with Roman Abramovich, I heard someone on um, TalkSport the other day, they didn't say Abramovich, they say, oh, oh, what was it? Abramovich. 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 I was just like, what? <laughs> o- Obama's cousin who lives in Russia. As I stand here before you today. You ever say- <laughs> Oh my god, that's a brilliant Obama. Go on. Thank you. It it reminds me of uh, the thing with uh, Maria Sharapova. Whenever, you know, she she was playing tennis and all that, the commentators and the presenters always go, Maria Sharapova. One time in a a press conference, she said, "Um, that's not my name. My name is Maria, uh, Maria Sharapova. Right. And then everyone just carried on saying Maria Sharapova afterwards. This is just, it's just like, they just completely ignored her. <laughs> when it's used for comic effect to deliberately annoy them, I, I think that's brilliant. Well, it's kind of like, you know, like with someone like, um, with names in general, it's like with like Queen Latifah. She's like, my name's Queen Latifah. And it's just like, no, no, no. <clears throat> Can you just do me a favour? Get Drop the act. Drop the, oh yeah, I'm Queen Latifah. What's your real name? She goes... My name's Queen. No, it isn't. Just say what's your name. My name's Miss Latifah. No, it isn't. What's your real name? Honestly, what did your parents call you? What do they call you when you get off the phone to them? Dave. Not a million miles off, actually. Her real name is uh, is Dana. Is it? Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Dana Owens. Yeah. I was, I was going to say... Cons- so where does the Latifah bit come from? Dana. Well, even then, Dana would be like, that's a good name. Is it? That's what I'd say to her. She'd be like, my name's Queen Latifah. No, 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 what's your real name? Dana. That's a good name. That's <laughs> a good use name. That. Use, use, use that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Why did you have Queen Latifah on the brain, Nick? Of all know. the examples you could have jumped to, somebody who hasn't been relevant for a very long time. Seal? <laughs> He's great, though. He is great. Get a little crazy. Yes, but what's your name? I I can't even do an accent. Listener warning. Nick is about to be painfully stupid and insensitive. We're leaving it in because the world needs to know how his mind works. But we would also like to stress two things. One. We didn't know he was going to say this and we still don't know where he got it from. Two. This man is a teacher. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the show. Where, where is he from? Is he from Nigeria? He's British. For fuck's <laughs> no, no, but sake. he grew up in a part of Africa, which is, explains the scars under his eyes. Because there's like a, isn't it like a ritual by where when you're growing up, you have um, a certain tribal system where they hit your face or something or whatever, then you scar or something like that. They hit your face and then you scar. There is an actual reason for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a proper reason for it. He didn't just be like, oh, God, I was working in... Nick, one, he was born in Paddington. (laughs) Secondly, he's got scars on his face because he's got lupus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. You're a dick. Alex is not laughing at the fact that Seal has lupus. He's just (laughs) laughing laughing at at, Why are you laughing at the fact that he's got lupus, Alex? God, you're so insensitive. (laughs) Wow. I did not know that. I just love the fact that in the year 2022, 
where Wikipedia has been around for some time, Nick still bases all of his world information on rampant hearsay. <laughs> you know, when something's written in black and white, you don't know if it's true or not. And this is the other thing, like, with the whole uh, kind of thing, like, with Putin and whatever. It just seems like we're, in the last, like, five or six or seven years, we're just living in a world where facts and truth don't matter anymore. Like, did you remember, like, there was a thing where, what was it called, where you can spin your own reality against what's actually true. They call yeah. it, was it alternative facts? History is written by the victor. So the winner, whatever whatever has happened in in the past, the winner's written the, the the story of what happened, and that person is going to take little bits of details away that may, maybe they don't want in there, and then as that goes on and on and on and on, it always gets twisted. Where we are anti-Russia and pro-diplomacy, like we should be, should always be pro-diplomacy. We're given a, a picture that paints the Russians as bad as possible but he's come out but putin came out and said that for the future generations and to stop genocide against his country he had no choice but to invade yeah he's yeah and to d was it d d clutter nazism d clutter d nazification yeah he's not going in there moving you know oh this is a kim and aggie yeah i was just going to be like oh this isn't a cupboard that hasn't been seen to in 20 years all of this clutter in crimea yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we going to do first? We can sell this on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Um, anyway. So anyway. now it's the original question. I'm fine, Tom. Because <laughs> that was clearly what we were getting to. So, um, yeah. Well, uh, again, welcome. Thank you for returning. Um, can see the gold you've been missing out on in the last two weeks. Um, so before we get into the... Uh, meat and potatoes of the episode it is of course that time again for Nick's Crap DVD giveaway for the episode from four weeks ago the uh, Pride episode we asked you what have you done today to make you feel one night and half <laughs> that's a different song <laughs> this is my so- my eye so uh, this is one of those questions that we can't extract a huge amount of comedy from them, but they are lovely. Mm. And we are going to have to reach a conclusion on what's going to be the winner live, because once again, we have neglected to do so before the recording of the episode. What a fucking surprise, you monumental prick. Thank you. We have number one, we have James so he's very uh, proud of himself for changing career directions by completing lots of training, including retaking his GCSEs and fulfilling his dream. I like that. Ha- uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Alex? Hmm. Okay. Excellent. Yes. Off, to, off to a flyer. So we've then... Good. Thank you, James. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. Then we've got Nikki. <laughs> then we've got Nikki from Broadstairs. Yeah. Uh who is proud of her two friends who have gone on to fight through trials and tribulations over the years and are better versions of themselves than they were before. That's lovely because I know for a fact that even though you two have gone through various different trials and tribulations, I wouldn't be that soppy about you. So. Oh, right. No, I'm the same, Tom. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. So, um, yeah, bless, bless that. Bless Nikki. 
yeah, Nick, Nick's going to act offended, but he knows he wouldn't be the same as well. So that's fine. Well, I wouldn't say something like that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's a bit harsh, but all right. <laughs> not wrong, though, is it? And uh, thirdly, we have the self-monikered bull man from uh, Broadstairs, uh, who is proud of doing a uh, 5K run that he did for his sister's chronic disease. Bull man. Which, what was it? I am going to query that. Is he is he like a bull boy at a football match? Oh, no, but... it's, it's, it's bull as in raging bull, not well, as in football. I just thought he just couldn't get, you know... Just wanted to remain a child every Saturday, and just and he became bull from bull boy to bull man. He's fifty five years old. Give me the bull, Trevor. So yeah, um, I feel like his name is more distracting than the point he actually wrote in with. Yeah, uh, but I do think it's a very noble and admirable cause, and absolutely something he should be proud of. And all yes. three have something that they absolutely should be proud of, and I think they are all lovely, lovely answers. Um, but it does come to us to decide a winner. So, okay. thoughts, chaps. I think Nikki. Um, uh, why, uh, why, why Nikki? Why Nikki? Because I think it's nice that she's like wrote about two people that she clearly knows a, a lot about, and and as as has been, and she hasn't just talked about herself. She's actually gone out of her way to say something nice and positive about two people that she knows. I'm going to go for Bullman. Okay. Because a it's a good cause, um, and and it, it is is achieved something that he should be proud of, and also hopefully it might stop him using such a twatty name. <laughs> I I do not know how to carry on from that. Um, <laughs> right. Well, basically, Tom, if you choose the third option, then we got a tie. So which one is it? So the casting votes on me. Yeah. Um, vote James. I am not going to vote James. I am going to say James absolutely something to be proud of and get in there, son. Um, Bullman. Yep. Very very worthwhile cause. Should absolutely be proud of that. Think your like your name's let you down there. I'm going to have to go for Nicky. Um, uh, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, and why is that, Tom? Uh, why is that? Um. I do just genuinely, I, like you said, I think one thing we maybe didn't touch upon a huge amount in the Pride episode was, you know, kind of, you know, being proud of people that you are close to, um, right. like yeah. friends and family and stuff. And yeah, I think that's a very worthwhile thing to have brought forward. Excellent. Excellent. Which, of course, will be rewarded with a copy of... The Expendables. Yep. <laughs> um... I've just got something to say, because you know that comment that you said um, she's proud of her two friends and whatnot? You said, would you ever say something like that about like me or Alex? Is this going to be a point where you're going to use a specific example of why I'm wrong? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Do you want to hear it? But that's just going to make me feel like shit for the rest of the episode. Why would you want to do that? All right, okay, we'll save it to later on then. <laughs> Go on. There were no entrants, and they're all me. (laughs) 
I did a 5k run for my twin sister's chronic disease uh, to help with her charity. So I did that. As well as that, my middle name is James and I had to change careers because I was a failing actor and I had to retake my GCSEs, my math GCSEs twice. Because you were a failing arsehole at school. Exactly that as well. And then as well as that, I when I wrote and, and proud of two friends, I was talking about you and Alex because I'm really proud of all that you've done in the last 17 to 18 years or 16 years we've known each other so how do you like that mister you would never write that any thoughts tom i mean it's quite a damning indictment on us as a program that we haven't had any entrance <laughs> that nick, <laughs> when nick competed with himself for it what i love about this is the fact that he's clearly like he said the expendables at the end of the pride episode and then as soon as we stopped recording he was just like i really don't want to give that away he probably didn't even put out a social media post getting people to enter it. No, I didn't. No. There you go. Fantastic. Well, that was very, very lovely of you, Nick. Thank You're you. Well- You're welcome, Tom. Well done, Nick. You're welcome, Alex. Well done, Nick. No, that's said well done. I said, all right, thanks. Thank you. Next is the topic of today's actual podcast. So uh, we are going to be doing a bit of a double header. Uh, which we'll be doing both this time and next time uh, before we close off our season, uh, where we'll be talking about excitement and hope. Before we get going into any kind of discussion about it whatsoever, it is that time for the Oxford English Dictionary Definition, and I am going to be doing both of them because they're quite short. So, they are as follows. Hope is a belief that something you want will happen, something that you wish for, a person, a thing or a situation that will help you get what you want. Excitement... What? Can I have a unicorn? Okay. Excitement is the state of feeling or showing happiness and enthusiasm. Something that... Oh my god, I got a unicorn! Something that you find exciting. Or the state of feeling sexual desire. Sexual? Right, okay. Um, Just put one minute. (laughs) Just had to put my beard on. So, we don't really need to talk about hope, do we? If we're talking about excitement slash sexual desire. I never signed off on this episode being about sexual desire, Alex. Well, but Alex, there one, goes my excitement. But the thing is, Alex, and I've got a quote here. Go on. I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Right. Um, it says, never lose hope. Just when you think it is all over, God sends you a miracle. Yeah, that's bollocks, isn't it? The thing is, it is bollocks mm. because... Oh, right. Right, you're... It's... What? <laughs> right, but go on. Right, we're three years down the line. It's the Paris Olympics in Paris, in France. Mm -hmm. And you're in the 100-metre final. Mm -hmm. And you're going up against other 100-metre running people. Mm -hmm. They're not 100-metre tall, because that'd be cheating. Um, And... (laughs) They'd just fall over and they'd win. (laughs) (laughs) And the gun goes off. You all shit yourself, so you start running. Um, and you're the last one to cross that line. I don't think you can carry on going, I hope I win that race. I hope I win that gold medal at the 2024 Paris Olympics. Right. 
So that's where it's bollocks. Because it would Thank take you a for such a beautifully specific example there. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, I'm a Tottenham fan. We lost to Middlesbrough and I was hopeful that we was gonna win that game. We didn't win that game and I'm not sitting here going, hmm, still maybe there's a miracle that's gonna happen and we'll beat Middlesbrough. No. The ship has sailed. But then you The hope is gone. The hope is dead. Yeah, in regards to the FA Cup dream, yes. The FA Cup hope, yes. Yes, but you've still got... They, Tottenham don't have any hope this season of anything, and that's not bias. Right, okay. But there, is, the thing, there is nothing else that they can compete for. But, but the thing is... Okay, all right. Even if it's mathematically not possible, statistically possible, that uh, Spurs will win anything this season, Alex, you as a Tottenham Hotspur fan, right. there's still the hope of maybe next year. Yes, but that's not beating Middlesbrough on... The second of March two thousand and twenty-two, is it? I know, but what are you supposed to? What you <laughs> supposed that to, hope? What, that what you, hope what, has Alex, sailed. What's the that will never happen. Yeah, now. yeah. But what are you supposed to do in the meantime, Alex? Just sit in despair, right? What else am I meant well, to do? That's not productive, is it? Yeah, but I can't go. Oh, hopefully we'll beat them next time we play them on the second of March two thousand and twenty-two. Well, maybe you could hope in that hopefully Daniel Levy will actually put money into the squad a bit more. Maybe you'll hope that Antonio Conte is actually going to stay at Spurs rather than, you know, run off. Yeah, but it still won't change the fact that we lost to Middlesbrough. That hope has gone. You really can't get over this. I have to kind of go between the two of you here because with you bringing Tottenham into the mix, the ever-famous Spurs... Your hope for that specific outcome has obviously died, but you still presumably have hope that you'll pick it up for the next game. No, do you know what? I think my only hope now is I just hope that the the, the team turn up to the stadium. And I don't mean that. Oh I, oh, I hope they turn up and play today. No, literally turn up. Oh, okay. I hope they're on the pitch at the point of kickoff. That's... <laughs> That's all I can hope for now. Okay, Pierre Emil Hoybier getting lost on the tube. Yeah. Because the other thing is, is that Alex, that ties nicely into another quote I found about hope. It's by a woman called Rebecca uh, Solnit, who says, "Hope is an embrace of the unknown." See, I thought he was going to say, "Hope is an Im- is an inbred." No. Hope is the embrace of the unknown. Yes. Then how do you know about it? What? Then how do you know about it? Well, like, for example, you don't know. Let's use the Spurs analogy. Let's use the Spurs analogy. So you don't know if Spurs are going to win the Premier League or the Champions League or a trophy. Yes, I do know. Well, no, you don't know. Yes, I do know. I know we're not going to win the Champions League because we're not in it. No, you don't know because you didn't know that they were going to reach the Champions League final only, you know, so many seasons ago. And they did. It's because I can't see into the future. I think you're basically defi. I hate to stand up for Nick here. Alex, Do not but that stand is up basically. For Nick. How dare you? <laughs> I think that is basically the definition of hope. Just there is an unknown about it because you can picture yourself. I mean, say, let's torture this football analogy even more. Let's say at the end of this season. Tottenham get into the Champions League. Right. Spoiler alert, they won't. But they get into the Champions League. You go on a wild and crazy mazy run to the final next year in wherever it's being held. 
and you will obviously hope at that point that they will win it. Please allow me to make a statement right now. <laughs> Go on. If Tottenham reach a Champions League, finish in Champions League places in the league this season, mm-hmm. so we qualify for next season's competition, I would, based on what Tom just said, saying it won't happen, I would like there, if it does happen, to be a Tottenham have qualified for the Champions League special of our bottom podcast. Alpha. <laughs> just so I could, basically the special would just be Tom saying that line, or just like the recording of Tom saying it won't happen it's... over and over <laughs> and over and over again. From an so, Arsenal fan. Yeah. So thank you, Tom, because you have really given me some hope. There you go. So in that eventuality... You kind of picture what you're going to enjoy about that, but you won't know exactly what it's going to be like until it's happened. And that's why it's an embrace of the unknown. Yeah, but it's also like, I'm not, I'm not in control, am I? So, of course, I'm hoping it happens. Um, mm. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I can't control that. But also to kind of then go, oh, to, re- to rely on a, on a miracle? No. Yeah. It's not a miracle. Yeah, there's no such thing I've, as miracles. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when I think miracle, I do think of something like, you know, Jesus is walking on water or something But he didn't. Like but the thing is, what? He didn't. Jesus, <laughs> nothing about Jesus was a miracle. I hate to I hate to point that out to you. Why was it not a miracle? Nothing about Jesus was a miracle. Yeah, it was. He Mary, came back from the dead. Mary, no, she, no, he didn't. And, and he moved a massive boulder out of the way. No, he did. Which is why at Easter we eat the egg to symbolise, you know, the bold... to symbolise a love of chocolate. No, to symbolise the boulder being taken. No, away. that's not what it represents. It, it, it is. It no, actually it's, is. No, it's not. It actually, it fuck. The chocolate right. egg. It does... bloody is. No, it, no, it's it a does... oh, No, no, uh, the chocolate egg does not represent yeah, the fucking boulder. It does. No, it doesn't. Right. Then why is it the shape of an egg? Why is it not a star? What comes out of an egg, Nick? Your knob. Right. Um, look, sorry. Uh, what comes out of an egg? Yes, a chick. Right, so it's a new living thing, isn't it? Yes, it's yeah. The, the, so you're it's, you're it's thinking birth. about chickens. What it's does chickens birth. have to do with Christ reincarnated? We all come out of a fucking egg. Yes, 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 yes. yes we all come out of an egg. But the thing is that it, I got told it was representing the boulder of no. the tomb of where he stayed in. No, it's, and I guarantee you, no. if you ask lots of people that, they'd no. say exactly the that. The egg is representative of birth. Rebirth, birth. Well, yeah, birth is birth and rebirth are effectively. We're kind of saying the same thing. No, you're saying. I need to stop both of you here. I need to stop both of you here because we've got two things that we need to confirm. One, Nick, in this episode alone, we have understood why you should never take what people tell you as gospel. Because then it can lead you to believing stupid things about prominent male solo artists from the 90s. I don't believe secondly, stupid things. <laughs> secondly. Who are you Alex, to I actually me? think... Wait, go on. It's not representative secondly. of the boulder, though, Tom. Sec- I know it isn't. You don't you need to tell me that. You think it isn't as that. well? <laughs> Why am I the only one who thinks that? I got told that several times. And they say it at Sunday school and at schools up and down the country. It is actually true. I'm not. B- I went to BSing. a Church of England school, Nick. Yeah, you clearly. And I've never, 
They never said anything about a boulder being All rude. Right. And that's why we eat a chocolate egg. I work in schools currently at the moment, and that's what they say. Otherwise, they'll be selling chocolate boulders, won't they, for fuck's sake? So then when you're in RE, and, and then when you go to a church service with kids, and then they're just like, why do we have a chocolate egg? What do you say? Well, I'll tell them because it's representative of representative of the rebirth of Jesus Christ. How? Because we all come out of an egg. What does an egg have to do with Jesus? Because we all live in an egg before we're born, you fuck. But Jesus is dead at this point. Yes, but maybe he wasn't dead. Maybe they thought he was dead. But he dead, went like, on the cross and they... And they they nailed his hands, him. yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean they, they killed and they, him. And they did his hands and they put the... Yes. Crown and they said, well, maybe you should just check your facts before anything else, you fuck. But... That doesn't mean he was dead. He may have just been unconscious. Well, he just had a he had a nap. <laughs> yes, it's a very very Alex, common thing to have happened. I feel like there are happened. much clearer and stronger <laughs> ways to fight yourself out of this argument, cool. and you're not using them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The second point that I was going to make before you started talking about eggs and fucking boulders again, <laughs> I actually feel that. <laughs> This is very illuminating as to Nick's state of mind because in the same way that he is happy to go along with absolutely every single exaggerated story within the Bible... Well, no, it isn't. That, Nick, we've been over this. We're not going back there. Secondly... I can do what I like. <laughs> there's pa- there is part of me, and Alex, I think you'll agree with me on this, there is part of me that thinks that Nick thinks that James Bond is a real person. No, but I do know that there was a plot for Die Another Day, the 20th Bond film, where they actually did have a thing of the re- uh, of the reason why there have been five actors up until that point, because they were kind of saying that James Bond was a real person. But yeah. But he isn't. I know that. And also, Nick... All right, here we go. We'll go, let's go with this. So you want to have well. a go, do you? Come maybe, on, then. Maybe, maybe Jesus was dead... And he was dead. And they put him in... in Forgive them, place. Father! I need a nap! And then a thief came along, moved a boulder out of the way, and stole Jesus. And no one went, oh, fuck. Jesus has been stolen. They all just went... They did think that. Yeah, but then instead of... Yeah, and that's what they should have gone, gone with. But, but they, they said... What but, do but, you mean they stole Jesus? Does he not have, like, his own agency? What, what, his own agency? What... what, what? Not, you no, you're misunderstanding my use of the word agency. Because I'm just, <laughs> I am now just imagining Alex that they went into like, like they went behind the boulder and they just stole a big cardboard <laughs> cutout of Jesus. Oh, and that's what people saw. Like they were just kind of carrying it along, and people just saw the cardboard cutout. Oh no, look, he's alive. Look, he's well happy. His hands are fine. He's cured. Long, long live the king. No, but in all seriousness... It's a miracle. But they did say... I hoped that they would did, They did say, though, like, with the boulder, they did say that, like, it was impossible for a man or a group of men to move the boulder because it was that heavy. Who put the boulder there first? Several men. Right, so it could have taken several men to steal, to steal Jesus. And what would they have done with his dead body, Alex? Well, made it look like he was walking on water. What a dead corpse. Yeah, they've probably gone, they'll lap this right up. Honestly, right, you get So a guy's <laughs> hanging, uh, right, I've got a mental image of someone holding Jesus' dead body with blood and the 
uh, you know, and there's things in his hand, and, uh, and they're holding him up. You know, kind of like Woody uh, with Buzz in Toy Story. He goes, "Hi, everybody, it's me, Buzz, to infinity and beyond." But they're doing that with Jesus. Now, my my main objection here is not that the way that it was written doesn't paint it as a miracle. However, there seems to be kind of Nick when you see that someone's written Jesus did X Y Z. You're taking it as fact that that happened. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a lot to kind of defend a at best far-fetched story. What's it called when you believe there is some something happened, but you don't believe the intricacies? An agnostic. Yeah, that's it. That's what I am. I can't say the word. Alex, you you'll probably agree with me. I hope you will. Anyway, I think it is well established that Jesus was a real person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was who was around at that time? He is part of of you know actual written history. However, I think he was fictionalized. Yeah, I mean that whole turning water into wine. I think he it was he hosted a dinner party. A dinner and, party. And he got come he, to my place eight yeah. o'clock. Bring a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and he got his friends to set out the tables and they put out jugs of water. And he's going whoa whoa whoa! It's not a party. You're like where's the jugs of water on the table? For God's sake, Matthew. Uh, Matthew. You, had, you had one job. Why did he just take his father's name in vain? <laughs> right. He can do whatever he wants. It's, it's his dad, all right? Don't bring his dad into this. He gets upset. Such a rebel. Anyway, he he starts smiting and everything. Um, he's like, so he takes, all the, he takes the jugs off the table. He's like, no, you don't want to be drinking this. You've had all of that all of your life. Yeah, try some of this. It's called wine. It's lovely. And then <laughs> try some of this. It's a cheeky Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it's like, oh, okay. And people say, oh, this is great. Oh, we're having a fantastic time now. This is brilliant. And then they go off and they say, oh yeah, we went to uh, that fella uh, Jesus's place yesterday for um, for a house party. Oh, it was fantastic. Like, yeah, really, really good. It came with, like, we had jugs of water. It was like, oh, this is nice. But he came out of the kitchen, weren't happy with it. No. So he took the water away and he put he put wine down on the table and said, and we drank that. It's like the water went and it was wine. He turned the water to wine. It was it was, uh, it was was amazing. Like, not literally, because you can't do that. It's impossible because wine's made out of grapes. Water isn't. It's made out of hydrogen and, and, and two parts of oxygen. Um, <laughs> two pints, two parts, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, whatever. Tell, <laughs> tell Timmy turn it into turn the water to wine. I don't care. No one's. It's you know, it's just one of those stories, isn't it? It's not as if it's going to be told many, many times down the years. Didn't you say you heard Timmy chipping away on a tablet the other day? You don't think he's writing anything, do you? Like a minor novella? They didn't have tablets back then. They're quite a relatively new invention, Tom. I'm not talking about an iPad. Oh. <laughs> or maybe they did have iPads back then. Or God. or different variants of well, like tablets. Well, you know, they were, ca- they were capable of miracles, apparently, so... Moses was scrolling through. Who's deleted my Safari app? <laughs> <laughs> Callista <laughs> well, could turn, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, this episode's about hope, isn't it? And excitement. It is. Yeah. And you know, religion does give people hope. Yes, and, it does. You know, that's uh, that is that is a good thing. Um, 
whereas we have just turned it into 15 minutes of solid blasphemy. Maybe so, maybe we should just change it to our bottom Bible bashing. We're not Bible bashing. I mean, there's nice alliteration there, but no. Or Bible bashing our bottom. Kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me again, Father, about the seven deadly sins, you bastard. <laughs> Obviously, we've been looking at hope, but then there's also excitement. Because I've actually got a quote on excitement, which says... Um, oh, really? Hmm. I like my quotes. Um, it says, Excitement is a mixture of enthusiasm, motivation, intuition, and a hint of creativity. But I don't understand if someone gets excited to go to the pub, get the enthusiasm, get the motivation... Get some form of intuition, because you need to figure out how to get there. Where's the creativity? I'm assuming it's on what type right. of drink you choose. Not, well, I mean, you're, I, I you're being very very specific in applying it to the pub there. Yeah. But it goes back to what I was saying to Alex earlier, like, with the concept of hope being embracing the unknown, mm. is that there's always going to be that kind of element of, you know, ooh, anything could happen kind of thing. Obviously, it's a... It's diminished when you're talking about going to the pub, but right. it still kind of exists. Just like, yeah, I could have a really good night. Anything could happen. Cool. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of creative in your imagination. Let me see. Excitement says, ah, that's excitement. No, that seems like, oh my God, I've just seen a daddy long legs near me. Yeah. And no, I was excited to see the daddy long legs near me. <laughs> really? Right. Okay. Maybe. Maybe I'll kill the fucker. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Why? I yeah, because they're little bastards. They're spiders with wings, Alex. They don't. They don't have wings. Well, they, they have long legs. They, those are crane flies. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. They're spiders with wings. No, they don't have wings. Yep. Yeah, but they don't have wings. Crane flies have wings. Daddy long legs don't. Oh. What's a daddy long legs? Every day is a school day with you. It's a spider with very long legs. Yeah. Hence the name. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't is. know where the daddy bit came from, though. That just sounds weird and uncomfortable. His ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I hope we can move on. I'm excited for us to move on. <laughs> oh, there we go. Can we? Say the Please. word again. That brings it back, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, do you blame That's how me? Desperate I'm pretty desperate. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Supposed to be professional. We've done enough fucking episodes of this now. Oh, this is episode 10, isn't it? Are we meant to be professional? I mean, we're not exactly getting paid for it, are we? So Yeah, exactly. Well, no, but still. Integrity. <laughs> Will you please have some decorum? <laughs> Fuck decorum. It's quite amazing, like, with this, with the whole podcasting experience. I'm always feeling a sense of excitement when I know we're going to do an episode and it's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's great that really came out in your voice there right. <laughs> whilst he was downing yeah, a pipe whilst he was downing this a pipe this is the highlight of my two weeks yeah 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 exactly <laughs> exactly but you need these kind of things don't you you know the way the world is and all that so what 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 do you get excited for apart from that bollocks you just said about doing the podcast me yeah um yeah yeah i get excited do you know what? I don't know if it's my old age or whatever, but I'm at that age where I'm... I You're would... in your early 30s. Uh, early to mid-30s. Yeah, he's mid-30s. I'm, I'm early 30s. I'm knocking slowly towards the door of mid-30s. Um, 
he's and he's only, he's only going slowly because of his age. Because his back hurts. Shut up. Um, um, but I really get excited about staying in and just chilling with like a glass of wine with a fireplace in the background. And yeah, just... hold on, hold on. Can I? Because obviously, oh, I'm in. Jazz. I'm in your flat. I'm in your flat with you now. Where 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 we're recording? Where's your fireplace, please, Nick? It's on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and also, is this a year-round thing? When you when you like come home um, from work in the height of summer, do you think? Yeah, I really need to get in and put the put a roaring fire on, on no, YouTube. The what you do is you open the doors, <laughs> you open the windows, and then you have like candles and all that, and everyone's in a good mood. Yeah, but what? Do you and put... then it's on YouTube on the TV. But the screen. candle lights on YouTube, yeah. No, on the TV around the, the room, you idiot. That. The thing you were going to pour your beer in earlier on, those things. So. What do you have on your TV? I have an H. I have a YouTube clip which is twenty three hours of a fireplace, but it creates the ambiance, doesn't it? What about you? Yeah. Oh, I have a fireplace. Well, no, you don't. Yes, I do. At work. It's not yours, though, is it? No, but I'm there ninety nine percent of the time. So. Oh. Anyway, back to your question. Yeah. I just get excited about staying indoors a lot more these days. <laughs> They're watching a fireplace on YouTube. Well, no, I don't watch it. I don't just sit here and watch it. It's nice to have it on in the background oh. whilst I'm on my phone or on my oh. laptop or oh, doing you're, other you're, things. You're what about re- you? Go on, then. Right, let's your go Your recommended it. videos must be shite. My record... What? Uh, uh, no, they're not. They're really not. I've got lots of interesting things on there. Like, oh, was it pandas? Ten hours of the sea. Pa- uh, yeah. <laughs> Ten hours of camp. Pan- was it panda sneezing? You, you, that's in your recommenders. Fat or pregnant? Just, sorry, no. <laughs> the panda sneezing is in your recommended. So that means you haven't watched it yet. It's a fucking old video, Nick. I thought you meant the search engine. The recommend. You know, you get the recommended bit on you, when you go onto yes. YouTube. Yeah, I have some of those. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine What's yours fun? is just different fires, different fireplaces. There is one channel of that, yes. <laughs> channel? There's a whole entire a channel. whole channel. I, I'm yeah, amazed. surely the one video suffices. I'm amazed this video exists. It's good, though. And the it? thing is, I've, I've been watching it and kind of going, surely at one point it just loops back over, like it starts again. No. No. It does, but nothing gets burnt. The fire remains consistent. It's, it's bizarre, it's, isn't it? It's stupid. It shouldn't it's exist. It's stupid. All right. Shouldn't exist. It does exist. Like you. Wow. That, it, yeah. That that just pisses all over everything nice you said when you tried to make me feel bad. Oh yeah. You you told me I'd never say anything nice about my friends. Well, don't you feel silly for this? Listen. This is the real Nick. I feel like I'm being attacked right now, Tom. To be honest. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting interrogated on my interior. You know, luxuries and things I get excited by. I like because you're calling YouTube a luxury. I like getting in. No, I'm not calling YouTube a luxury. Listen back. No, what <laughs> I do is I like to come back. I like to get into my gym jams, put a YouTube video of a fireplace on the background, <laughs> have candles going around everywhere, listening to some Sinatra and having a bit of whiskey. Oh. And then, like, what was it as well as that going on my laptop? You know, speaking to friends on the phone. Those kind of things. I like doing that. That's a lot of things. I think that's a nice, kind of nice, gentle, romantic, kind of nice thing that I like to do. two ways. And I get excited by that. And the weird thing is, I get more excited by that than the idea of going to a club at one or two in the morning. See, I'm just imagining you now, like, at work. And it's like, oh, open it's half two. Won't be long until I can get to go home. Oh, I can't wait to get home and put that fireplace channel on YouTube. 
I did that. I did that earlier oh. on. And no, I didn't. No, I didn't think. Oh, I put the fireplace thing on. But I did actually think earlier on. I was like, oh, in an hour's time, I'll be back at mine in my gym jams, chilling and relaxing. You put. I bet you subscribed, didn't you? You get a notification. You've always oh, uploaded a new video. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. And then, and then, what about you, Alex? What's on your recommended YouTube videos? Nick's slowly losing control and breaking his microphone. Calm down, lad. It's just YouTube. Ha. Huh. Um. Let me have a look. I'll be, I'll be completely I'll be completely honest. I don't I'm not saying I'll be I'll be so honest and live I don't even know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look and and the first one is fuck off YouTube. Um uh, the first one is um Harry Kane reacts to Spurs FA Cup exit. It's that guy who does uh, the football player impressions. Um after that it's Ukraine conflict, Russian invasion going to plan, says Vladimir Putin. That's a bit shit. Yes. Um and then, not the nine o'clock news, schoolboy and headmaster, parrot, Rowan Atkinson. That's that is a very, very good mix. Well, apart from the well, it's not really. Bit. It's all negative apart from the sketch. Yeah, but there's a decent mix. I use the word decent in its in its loosest term. i got a decent mix on here. Yeah, fireplace. Go got, on then. I've got fireplaces. I've got LBC. I've got, um, uh, what is it, TalkSport. I've got... Uh, what is it? Uh, a re re a recent film for trailers as well. New Batman film comes out soon. Are you excited for that? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Quite often it's been pointed out to me that I'm the one that has to keep shit together. I love I the fact. I don't think I've ever felt it more than now. I love the fact that Tom was just really like, are you excited about that? <laughs> Leave the microphone alone, you c Not that you asked, but my YouTube recommendations are a couple of other podcasts, um, a video about Rayman, and somebody paying somebody $10,000 to eat a ghost pepper. Whoa! So, there you go. And some Eurovision stuff as well, because I'm all about Eurovision. I'd eat a ghost pepper. For ten th I would for $10,000 and all. To be fair, I'll just do it for a dare. But yeah, you, that's because you're all about the chilies. I am so all about the chilies. Do you know what? I've done it a few, a few weeks ago. Um, my nephew dared me, my 11 year old nephew dared me to eat uh, like a thin chili. They're usually quite hot. So he dared me to eat a thin chili. And I was just, I said to him, okay, how much of it do you want me to, to eat? And he said, half. So I ate all of it. Because I am super cool, and you know, do you know what? I reckon, I reckon at his school now, I am. There's a legend going around the school about me. What? There's whispers. I reckon he. I reckon the story that goes around the school, the story that goes around the school, is probably something along the lines of he turned water into chilies, the hottest chili in the world, and he didn't eat one. He didn't eat two. He ate the whole crop. They call him. They, they call him Chili Christ. Why is that? Because he's always cold. No, because he eats chilies. I love how you said the last bit as if he's whispering. Because <laughs> no, he eats chilies. Just going back a, a second, Alex. You said you asked him as we're doing about how much of it you want me to eat, and then you ate all of it. Why did you ask him how much of it he wanted you to eat? <laughs> Were you always going to just go, yeah, well, watch this? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 
But I'm glad he said half because then it then I felt like I impressed him more. And how are you feeling inside? I was feeling all right, just you know, very hot. Yeah, just had some, uh, just had some milk, just had some milk, and I just went, yeah, <laughs> that is very spicy. But I can get ten thousand pounds, ten thousand dollars. If you happen to know a very rich YouTuber at the time, yes. Right, okay. You have to send me the um, YouTube channel person. I'll send him a message. Does he live local? Uh, no, he's American and he's like one of the most followed people on YouTube. So okay, I'll knock off eight. I'll knock off two thousand, um, and he can come to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> back on topic. Um, one thing that I always used to get excited with with the pair of you when we were at college together, and I'm sure a lot of certain demographic of listeners can understand this, is when we'd always meet up and we'd always play like FIFA or Pro Evo and we'd do our own little tournaments. I'd get very excited and very competitive about that. uh, To the point where I actually started... What did I start doing, Alex? I started buying with real-life money and currency certain players from... Was it from... You bought Cristiano Ronaldo off me for... Ten quid, wasn't it? I think it was for three players and ten pounds. <laughs> I didn't get the full ten pounds. You were paying it in instalments. <laughs> you paid me five pounds up front, and then you was going to pay me the five pound later on. You never did, but I settled. <laughs> I settled. Actually, do you know what? I actually done better out of the deal, because then I settled for two pints. Five right. pound and two pints, which is more than a tenner. Adjusting for inflation now, you're you're smashing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I am the Daniel Levy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then at the time, I remember having a I in my starting eleven, I had Buffon, Zambrotta, John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, Danny Alves. I then had up front Ronaldo, Messi, uh, Ibrahimovic, Rabinho when it was brilliant at the time. I then had... had four strikers. <laughs> a bit top-heavy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it worked because I had, would have Messi as like an attacking midfielder. Yeah. yeah, but you didn't have what I had, and that was just Ronaldinho. That was just, for whatever reason on that game, was just able to run through players and then just yeah. shoot from wherever and score. I got him from you as well, I think. No, I, it, it was... I got him eventually. There was no prize tag on him. I remember actually going back to this, because this was, for the uninitiated listeners, this was on uh, Pro Evo on the Xbox 360. And, well, that's old. Um, I remember that there was a point where I scored a goal against you, Alex, and I actually recorded the replay on my phone. And I scored from like 40 yards with David Villa. It's just this video where it's completely silent until he hits the ball and just it hits the back of the net. I just remember you going, David Villa! Fantastic stuff. Oh, actually, and I remember what uh, actually with you, Tom, I remember buying some players off you, and I think I remember either Jay or Alex or our friend Jamie saying, don't do it, Tom, because if you give him these players, then he will be unstoppable. And then you caved in for it. I can't remember what the deal was, but David Veer <laughs> David Veer was a part of it, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> but going to... Um... I think it, it, it ties back into kind of where you're saying about being excited about um, kind of just having like a night in and stuff. The the FIFA tournaments we used to do, 
I would be looking forward to those for weeks in advance. Yes. And not not just because there was a trophy at stake, which there was, because we are that sad. Do you remember as well, actually, this goes right round full circle to the beginning of this episode. Do you remember what we called the first proper tournament we did round at Jamie's? No. What was it called? It was called the Scylla Black Memorial Trophy because we did it on the day she died. That wasn't the first ever one, though, was it? Yeah. Was it? Well, I mean, it was the first official tournament with the trophy, yeah. Because the plaque at the bottom said, um, and the guy engraved with the proper FIFA logo, is like, um, out of Alex, Nick, Jay, Bakery, and Tom, I am the best at FIFA. I am the best at FIFA, yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah. The Cider Black Memorial Trophy. <laughs> She'll be proud. Which I still have. I need that back. Those were kind of quality times because mm. it was just when everyone was kind of getting really kind of very noisy and excitable and agitated and stressed out and angry and all of these things in combination. Bearing in mind that, you know, in order to do a proper tournament between five people, they went on for hours. The first one we did went on kind of from, I think, Alex, you'd been working, so you were like the the last one to arrive, and we got going, and I think it was about 10 or 11 at night, and we didn't finish until the final of me versus Nick at about 7 in the morning, because I remember <laughs> us taking the photos at the end, and it was light outside. Yeah. But yeah, that's the type of thing that I... I used to get very 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 excited for if we were ever to do it again i would get very very excited for it again and obviously that brought with it hope because you know (laughs) hope i didn't get a shit team hope i managed to annihilate people and hope i didn't have to throw a controller yeah the thing i am excited about is um in august i'm going to berlin you're going to berlin i am going to berlin for a stag do how are you and what's interesting is that we're going to be staying by Checkpoint Charlie, which was, if you don't know, um, the pretty much the checkpoint of the division between East and West Berlin. Right. Um, and who knows at that point, that could be a conflict zone. Right. So, so you thought you'd go straight in there? Yeah. On a stack do I think it was probably planned before there was a chance it was going to be a war zone, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I hope... I hope it isn't, obviously. Um, well, obviously. I hope, I hope you can see the sensor goes out. I'm mean, really sorry, fucked up here. Um, please, Ukraine, have your land, uh, which is rightfully yours. But love how you're representing the United Kingdom <laughs> on behalf of the country. I think he's doing a stellar job. Yeah, what, him going, there you go, it's, Ukraine, you have it back. Yeah, it's their land. But No, no, I've literally got a picture of you in the streets. Like, all the buildings are collapsed. And then there's just like an entire army in front of you. And you're just like, there you go. And then they go, but what about this? And you go, right, you really wind me up. Right, Spurs, yeah. Spurs, <laughs> So yeah, I think that probably rounds us off for those topics. We did go off, I'd say, onto more tangents than we normally do. So that is uh, credit to all three of us. I hope we can be more professional next time. Um, but I doubt it. So this is the point, of course, where we open it up to you. Because uh, this is going to be the final instalment of the season of 
next crap DVD giveaway. Ooh. Um, so we. <laughs> so That's we're going to be reading. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to be reading out the winner. <laughs> It's like someone's fallen out of a building and just just fluttered on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Tom. Oh. Can I? Yes. <laughs> yes, you may. Carry on. I'm listening. So we're going to open up. What? I'm listening. Carry on. As your wife. <laughs> just as a side note, actually, to anyone who was listening to the last episode, where Nick went in great detail about that scene in the latest James Bond film. No time you know what I did? I downloaded the film <laughs> just to find that scene that he was talking about. I have no interest in watching the film whatsoever. I spent so long scrolling through just to find this fucking scene where this guy apparently says, have your wife. Doesn't say anything like that at all. It's such an anti-climax. Like, don't get me wrong, there is a slight evil sneer to no, it. No, but that's kind of like, the point where I was annoyed. Where he goes, as your wife requested. <laughs> but, but it's nothing like that. It is. To anyone who has listened to us before seeing No Time to Die, who was expecting, like... <laughs> comic genius to come out of that scene i'm sorry because we got your hopes up unnecessarily i I, I now get reminded of my favorite bit from uh which is probably my my favorite kind of if you like villain character moment in any film and i think nick you know what i'm gonna go on titanic oh yes i put the diamond in the coat I put the coat on her. I put the coat on her. <laughs> just, I don't know what it. Every single time I see it, I just start laughing. When you mentioned Titanic, a real person. Like, God. Yeah. When you mentioned Titanic, I thought you were going to do that bit where um, the kind of evil guy, Cal, set, that's the one, um, says to Kate Winslet. Perhaps he did it when he was putting your clothes back on, dear. Because that, that is one of the most outstanding lines in cinema history. So, anyway, yeah. we've we've strayed far from the point here. Have you seen the cat um, version of the Titanic? Yes, I have, and it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's so well done. <laughs> um, so It's we, the bit at the end oh, where, where Kate Winslet looks at the, the, uh, the portrait that he'd done of a cat. And then the cat's just sort of like sat next to Kate Winslet, like just like looking at it, like. <laughs> and then when after after it's the iceberg and the, and the water's like uh, uh, like the, the the ship starts sinking, Leonardo DiCaprio looks out the window, and then the cat's head just pops out and looks out the window. It's fantastic. Watch it. It's on the YouTube's. There you go. Check it out. Yeah. Um, so also Titanic yeah. in five oh, seconds. Fuck. But this ship can't sink. <laughs> anyway Tom yep go on I mean am I allowed to because <laughs> it doesn't feel like I am continue start again so we are going to be opening up these questions to you and because Nick has stumbled upon a theme for his introductions to the episodes his bizarre variety of would you rather questioning um, Not we, I mean, listen to them. They are. So we 
have decided between us um, that we want to ask you one. So we're looking for an answer to this, obviously, but also your reasoning why, and basically the funniest answer wins. Would you rather be a cat with a human face or a dog with human hands? <laughs> I, I, I'm I amazed I managed to get through that without chuckling because <laughs> that is oh, it's brilliant. Uh, so yeah, all of your answers will need to go to their normal place, which is on the email, Alex. Our bottom podcast at yahoo.com. See what you're doing there. Um, and the <laughs> Facebook page. Our Bottom Podcast. You know what I really like As about this? It's requested. <laughs> what I really, really like about this is the fact that Alex is the one who took the lead. He is now the only one of us who hasn't seen that part of the film. <laughs> it's it's nothing like that. I'm, I'm gonna have to get a clip. It of it is, but it's anyway. not. It's not at all. Your baggage is already down, Mister Bond, as your wife requested. But your luggage do the scene again. <laughs> anyway, take sixty-two. <laughs> so we hope, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> We hope you've had a good time, and we hope that you're excited to check out the next episode in two weeks' time. So, on that, what? Episode 11, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you're numbering it. doesn't matter. So, so, (laughs) on that wonderful ending, it is goodbye from me. Goodbye. It is goodbye from Nick. Bye. And it's goodbye from Alex. Goodbye. As your wife requested. <laughs>